Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Dr. Tanya Holcomb, and I'm on a mission to normalize naturopathy in big, bold ways. I want you to see the world through my eyes, where extraordinary health and massive upgrades in life are always available to you. You'll be inspired to trust your body's wisdom to heal, motivated to claim your next upgrade in health and life, release what no longer serves you, and pursue what you truly desire. If you seek truth, you are on the freedom path to your greatest potential. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. So a real quick update that I think is just so fun uh, because these podcasts have been for the most part, recorded in real time. So you get these literally the day that they are released. I am most likely recording. Sometimes it is a little bit more advanced. Um, But, you know, every time that I have went to record earlier on or whatever, um, it just hasn't flown the same as when I get these intuitive downloads and I'm like, that's the message for this week. Of course, um, the, the plan, the greater plan is to continue to bring on guests, but right now you get me. Okay. So something really cool that happened, uh, was last week I had talked to you guys about how I was feeling in my body, this, this enormous momentum. And I said, this is so cool because it's not like I'm seeing a lot of evidence of momentum. Of course there is evidence. Um, but not in the way that I'm feeling it in my body. And I said, and it's just really cool because I know that what I'm feeling in the present, I'm taking with me in the future. So I think it was the next day or the day after we had a reel go viral, um, which, you know, this was my first ever Tanya Holcomb LLC viral reel. And it was, you know, Um, I mean, if you compare it to others, you know, it's, you know, way less, but like to us, it was a very big deal and it's worth celebrating and it's exciting. Um, so, and, and, and the grand scheme, it was 129,000 more views than what we typically get. So it was a big deal. So there was this reel where I, um, was just talking about nail health and it just took off. And it's one of those things where, well, first of all, Instagram and me um, are still developing a relationship because I am not one to check Instagram daily. I don't scroll on Instagram. Um, I really try not to like scroll in general. Like I know where I like to go and I go there, Um, but I'm on Facebook way more. That's where my communities are. That's where my groups are. that's where my people are, you know? So I understand the value of Instagram and I understand like, gosh, there's such a, a a way to get our message even further out there, right? To expand our reach, to expand our territory, to get more people in the know about the amazing work that we do. And so I have been more intentional uh, with Instagram, but it's always just one of those things where it's like, it just when I'm on there, it just doesn't feel real. And the most important thing for me is that I am delivering valuable content that's real, that's me, that's my truth that I'm sharing, right? And so um, so anyway, it's just been like, you know, I, I don't know, we're still in the dating phase. And so 
it's also one of those things where <laughs> like the followers that I have, um, which again, it doesn't feel as real as Facebook where, I don't know, just there's like a little bit of like a disconnect. So I'm working on that. Um, but it'll be like four, you gain four followers and then you lost two and then you gain one and then you lost four. It's like the biggest mind F ever. Like Facebook, that's not in my face. Like I see that I have uh, 2K friends and it's been 2K friends for I don't know how long. Like I don't see the actual number in my face of going up and down, up and down. Um, so it's a bit of a mind F, right? Of like, uh, is this working? And so I'm constantly grounding myself of like, it is working, like it is working. And what's most important is that these messages are in alignment for me to get out there. And if I connect with one person, if this lands with one person, I did my job, right? Um, so just constantly regrounding myself of like the value that it is adding. So anyway, when this reel uh, went viral and all these people were commenting and, and the, our page grew, I say our, cause it's, you know, collective effort um, by, I don't know, nearly a thousand people compared to two or three, it was profound. It was huge. Uh, it was a big deal. And, and what it reminded me of is a couple times last year, I got to play in the casino and I like the slot machines and I like the noise, like, you know, it's like you hit it. And it's like, like the, the noise goes off and it's, I don't know, it's just very exciting to, um, to my system. It's like, woo, right. You're like, tapped into potentiality like what could happen here uh anything's possible this thing could go off in you know any second here and so um and so you know when you play the slot machines it's like lose 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 and then it just goes wild and surely by the sounds of it you think you're like coming on the other side as a millionaire because it just goes forever right and if you're playing pennies maybe you won 20 bucks but it's like it sounded like you just you know hit the jackpot of all jackpots anyway that's that's what this reminded of me of it's like we put out content two three four legs uh, put out content, two, three, four likes, put out content. Ooh, this one's got 44 likes, uh, put out content. Oh, this one just went crazy. Like, you know, crazy. So exciting. So fun. Um, it was interesting because I was reading a book by Kara Alwell and she, uh, was talking about, uh, self-publishing books and her journey of self-publishing and, um, she she was mentioning you know that she self-published her third book and it went crazy like in from a publishing perspective it went viral and she's like don't ask me how it happened it was magic you know and sometimes i think like we try so hard well i don't really try that hard but people do um to figure out the algorithm and there's no really figuring it out there's no like figuring it out in that sense it's like try all you may uh, but the biggest thing to do is to just do what you feel good about every day, right? Like I love sharing content that I'm obsessed with. I love sharing these snippets of what I'm working with. Um, you know, I was loving sharing stories until that felt like I don't really want to talk about the same things that I do every single day over and over again. Like I over, already talked about that. So it didn't feel as flowing to me as doing reels. Like this is like, oh, this is like the best of all worlds. I can talk about something that's impactful and important. Um, and you can, uh, you know, 
be able to assimilate that message in 30, 60, 90 seconds. Like it's so fun and so, you know, so cool. So I'm having fun with that. That feels like it's in the flow right now. But bottom line is like, if this is in your business, right? Like do what you love. That's going to be most important. That is your, that is your only way that you're going to have sustainability is like, you have to be first. You have to like talking about it. You, it has to turn you on. It has to excite you. Um, because people feel into that energy. So, um, everything that I share is obviously important to me and, um, I want the world to know about it. So whatever reason, this nail video that I talked about, uh, the signs of nail health, um, people really love that, which was totally unexpected. I have no idea. You know, I did not see that coming at all. Um, but it was fun. It was fun to be part of. And I think my most important message for you all is just how cool that I claimed that on the last podcast. And then we felt this surge, this boost, you know, of, of expanding, um, of expanding our territory, of expanding our reach, of connecting with more women who are ready for this work, all aspects of this work. So anyway, over the weekend, um, I went to a really great conference. It was awesome. Uh, If you are a fiercely empowered mama, I'm going to be doing a recap of this conference um, with one of your femme mentors, Sarah Demick. She she joined me. Hello, Sarah, if you're listening. Um, So we're going to do a recap, but the conference was amazing. And what I loved so much about the conference, it was, it was really about world events. Okay. Um, what's happening in the world. And, uh, there were some incredible speakers there, but the biggest thing for me, the biggest takeaway was how amazing that everything that they were suggesting, um, in terms of preventative care, in terms of the mindset work, um, in terms of lifestyle adjustments, like we are doing this, we are doing this and providing the support in our communities. So whether you are in the cleansing circle, whether you are in fiercely powered mama, whether you get a taste of this work and body talk, whether you join me in femme babes, like we are doing this, like we are so right on track. And that is just such an affirming, incredible feeling. So um, if you are, uh, you know, listening to this podcast and turning in, tuning into this podcast every week, like you're doing the work, like these conversations are freedom conversations because it means that you are taking radical responsibility for your life, for everything. And you are also, uh, seeking to, um, to co-create, to, uh, to go, to lead your life, to go first, to say yes to your dreams. Um, so anyway, uh, very cool that we are right on track, but coming home from the conference, I was like wiped out, (laughs) you know, being away, um, even though I slept great, but we had the time change. Um, I was staying up past my bedtime, having to get up still early for a little early ish for, um, the conference being sitting down all day. Um, you know, not eating the normal foods that I would have. So anyway, it was all being around a lot of people, all the things. So when I got home, uh, which was later, you know, I didn't get home until, I don't know, 6, 6.30 at night on, on Sunday. Um, thankfully, Adam had dinner ready and had the kitchen cleaned and all that was nice. But I was just so wiped that I did not have the energy to um, do my chores, like prepare for Monday, you know, like do my normal rhythm things that really makes me feel like, whoa, we're ready for the week, you know? And so 
I, I felt like the next morning, I just, I had all these things on my list. I had, I had a thousand things going on. And I also had, um, a shorter work day that day because I have committed myself to, uh, having body work done every two weeks. So this was a body work day, which means I need to leave my house by two, which means my whole work morning is way shorter. And I'm finding myself in this energy of just like, I have to do this and I have to do this and I have to get this done. I have to get, I have to call this person. I have to do this. Like it was intensifying, you know? And like, of course, like my texts are blowing up and my emails behind and like all these things. And I can feel my stress hormones kick in. And I hope by now you can feel this. Like you can feel this like surge of like, okay, uh, stress hormones are literally kicked in because they are certain that I'm about to be um, attacked by a tiger, right? Like it's like, here we go. And I could feel that happening. I'm like, and I could feel myself getting anxious and agitated. And I was like, okay, like I know this feeling is not serving me. I know this feeling isn't serving me. So I went and um, I actually, I remember uh, talking to my designer and I was just expressing to her, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how I'm going to get this all done because I also had um, a big class that I had to do the final preparations for the next day. And there's just a lot. Okay. And so I'm thinking, I don't know how I'm going to get this all done. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even have groceries in the house. Like, how am I going to do all these things that I need to get done? You know, just feeling this fully. And as I was talking, it was like the, my own coaching comes in. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to accept it and I'm going to surrender. You know, that's, that's my choice. That's where I'm at right now. I'm going to accept where I'm at and I'm going to surrender. And so I went and got into a salty salt, salty salt soak. And I soaked in there for a while and then I um, got out and I went to my massage and I could still feel, I could feel that I had like shifted, but I was still, there was still some of that residual effect. Like I could still feel it in my system a little bit. So I was like, okay, this massage is going to help me downshift. And uh, it did. (laughs) She's like, you fell asleep. I'm like, I sure did. I felt myself shift. I needed that. Um, I, I, well, it's not that I needed the massage in order to do that. There's other ways, but like I needed that to, I needed to get back in my body. It was not serving me to be out of my body. And so, um, anyway, that night I went to bed and I had a pretty uh, cool dream. So before I tell you about the dream, I want to pause for a second and just talk about dreams. So it is so important that you are dreaming. Okay, dreams are an indicator that your system is online. Okay, this is an important connection that you have. And it's, a, it's an a, ability and it's an, an, a way for you to have awareness of your life of your emotions that are suppressed, of the fears that you feel, of um, the things that you're not willing to look at, right? The things that you haven't fully processed. Um, And there's so much guidance. There's so many downloads. There's so much that wisdom that can come through, I believe, in our dreams. And um, so if we're not dreaming, right, that that is a sign that we are depleted, that we are extremely depleted. Um, And we need to get the system back online. And if we're having nightmares, right, this is a sign that our liver is toxic um, and our liver needs work. 
and um, we also may this is also an indicator of like you know we need to be careful and mindful of what we are allowing to um, what we are accepting into our field into our consciousness into our subconsciousness when we expose ourselves and watch things that are dark right so I'm talking about TV shows um, you know movies the things that are that are just dark in nature or lower vibration in nature like our we don't have the ability to discern and so all of that goes as accepted as truth and then those can come out as fears in our dreams because we felt fear in that moment or we felt anxiety in that moment or we felt these things right that were not fully processed and then it comes up in our dream and it can look totally different but the feeling is the same so anyway just being mindful about what we allow to enter our consciousness um and then okay so uh, recently um i had a dream and it was so vivid where we were driving um we were driving on the highway and we were in this snowstorm and I was with my husband and my son and I kept asking my husband to slow down and he kept like ignoring me, but it wasn't, he wasn't ignoring me because it was just, he was like confident and he wasn't concerned. And so, but I was concerned and I was asking him to slow down and at the very end of my dream, I finally said to him, slow the F down. And just as I said that, we flipped. And in my dream, I, uh, I, was, I, I could feel it. I could feel everything. And I was like apologizing to Bryce. You know, I was like going through all this stuff. And I was waiting for the impact. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we haven't even hit yet. How far are we falling? And... And then I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, that was a, like, thank you. That was a dream, right? Well, fast forward like three days later and I'm literally living it. I'm, we're going in like the snowstorm of all snowstorm. He's confident, not concerned. It looks exactly like it looked in my dream, like to a T it's the three of us. And every part of my body is like, you know, like, oh my gosh, like this is my dream. And so I was having uh, very much so a visceral uh, reaction. And this visceral feeling is uh, your intuition. This is what you feel in your guts, but it's also like you actually f can feel like, um, you can feel like it's like you don't have control over it, right? It's like you're feeling and processing an extreme emotion and you may have like butterflies or sweating or crying or, or shivering or nausea, right? Like you are feeling it. And so I was like, listen, and, and he had known about my dream because my dream was so uh, vivid that I had shared with him my dream prior to this. And I had shared it with my mom. Like it was one of those dreams that just stuck out, right? And so here I am living it. And I'm like, listen, you need to slow down. Again, he's very confident. This stuff doesn't phase him. Like I am, you know, there's a, a little bit of snow on the ground and I am 10 and 2, paying attention. I am like, nobody distract me. I am slowing down, you know, I'm very cautious. And so 
Um, so I had to get myself back in my body because I was responding to it like it was real. And I was like, well, this is not going to help anything, you know, for me to have this response to it because I, I understand what feelings and loud feelings can do. But at the same time, it's like that dream was a gift and that dream was a gift for me to ask you to slow down. Like we need to take it slow. And so, of course, he, he respected that and, and it was fine. But I, I literally had such a loud response to it. I had to pull my hat over my head and go into a dark room in my body and um, do do deep breathing and take some rescue remedy to shift out of that because it was so real in my body. My body is like, we lived this. We did not, it did not end well. Do you remember? We lived this. I gave you the warning. Like, let's slow this truck down. So, um, you know, thankfully, um, everything was fine and, you know, all that good stuff. But like, it was a real response that I was having from a dream that I had. So anyway, fast forward to this story. Um, I have this dream. So I, I start the day, Monday, all of this like high pressure feeling. I accept where I'm at. I surrender, still feel it in my body. I have the massage. I take a salt bath, have a massage. I feel better. Um, but I still have to go into the next day and I still have to do all the things and more that needed to be done. Okay. Cause I, I have a big class and all this stuff. So, um, so anyway, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and every, like every cell in my body, I am not kidding you, was like radiating. I get to, and I wake up, I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm saying out loud, I get to, I get to. I get to, and I'm like, what, what are you even talking about? <laughs> like, what is happening right now? And so I got up, went to the bathroom, I came back to bed and I, and I fell asleep saying in my mind, I get to, I get to, I get to, I get to. Hadn't processed what this was meaning. It was just so, it, it was just so right there. Like literally I'm speaking it and then I'm saying it in my head, I get to, I get to, I get to. I have no idea what this means. It's in the middle of the night. So I wake up in the morning and I get to is right there, boom, right there in front of me. I get to, I get to, I get to, I get to. And I mean, this is so simple, right? And I had the realization of like, okay, I get to work on this class today. I get to make these phone calls today. I get to meet these deadlines today. I get to write this copy for this post. I get to um, have a conversation with my team. Like I, I fully went into this, I get to energy instead of I have to, right? The other day I was working with, I have to, now I'm fully like, okay, wow. Like I get to, so that was my mantra. I get to, I get to, I get to, and I'm not kidding you all day that day. I kept looking at the clock and I'm like, it's only noon. It's only two. Oh my gosh, I am done with everything that I had on my list today. I can knock out so many more things. And still, I got my workout in. I, you know, um, had my nourishing food. I, you know, got, um, you know, getting ready, like all those things without rushing. And I had that reminder because I know this, but I was reminded of this, profoundly reminded of this, that when I 
am moving and working in the get to energy, time is on my side. Time slows down. And when I am working in the I have to energy, time speeds up. The more anxious I feel, the faster it goes. The more I think I don't have time, the less time that I have. Like I know this intuitively and intellectually, but this was like a huge in my face reminder. It was so obvious how quickly the day before it was like time was just moving. Like I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't have time for anything. And then the next day, being in I get to energy and I had more than enough time to do everything I needed to do and more. So powerful. Uh, we see this a lot too um, when people uh, talk fast and they think they're going to make it go faster, but it, um, or you know they think that that'll be faster, but it actually like makes it even harder to follow along and you know all those things versus if they if they talk slow, it's actually perceived and received, not like super slow, but perceived and received so much um, on the on the other end as like, wow, like that felt really good to me. But the faster somebody talks, like the more anxious the other person feels. Anyway, not the exact, ex- not the exact same thing, but just for an example, it's like, oh, I don't have a lot of time, so I'll talk really fast. But it's actually does the opposite of what you want it to do for the receiver. Versus if you just take your time and tell your story, it's like the message is received and, and you know, assimilated, if you will. So I always remind myself of that too. Like when I'm teaching or doing uh, classes, it's like, slow down, slow down. I know you don't think you have time, but actually if you slow down, you'll have more time to get this across. So this whole week, um, I have been just really embodying that I get to energy and it's just amazing um, the spaciousness that has created without changing anything. It's like my circumstances didn't change. My list of to-dos didn't change. Um, Nothing changed except one thing, which was I get to instead of I have to. And that loving message came through in a dream. Our dreams are powerful. It's like so many little breadcrumbs, so many little things to help you out on your journey, so many little love messages. So I would love for you to try this on and catch yourself how often you say, I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to do this, and then I have to do this, and then I have to do this, and then I have to do that. And just stop yourself in mid-sentence and say, I get to do this, and then I get to do that, and then I get to do this, and there's more than enough time, and everything's okay, and it's going to be great. Like, it, I felt on Monday like that I did not have enough time, that my ego wanted to cancel my events the next day. Because I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to figure this out. But with anything like that, I always run it through my filter. And it's a two-part filter. The first filter is, is this good for me now and later? Like, is this good for me to cancel this now and later? Meaning, um, okay, it's good for me to cancel this now because that makes me feel like I have more space. But then this is going to have to be booked on my calendar somewhere else. And if I look at my calendar, there's not really any place to put it. Also, 
is it really good for me now? Because people are excited about this and they have taken time out of their calendar to be here. And if I cancel on them, then they also have to fit it in their calendar when they already know this is coming. So it's actually not good for me now or later. It's really not. So that's one part filter is to ask yourself that question. The second part filter is I literally sit with it, like be still and know. And when I sat with it, it was like, you know, is it for my highest good and the highest good of all for me to reschedule tomorrow's class? No. Okay, it's for my highest good and for the highest good of all to do this class tomorrow. Yes. Well, here we go. Ready or not, this is happening. So I can either show up to it with all this anxious energy, all this, I have no idea how I'm going to do this, and try to work and think and have intelligence in that energy because we also know what happens when intelligence is low, right? Um, or when emotions are high, sorry, when emotions are high, intelligence is low. So certainly that's not going to create a better workspace. But when I'm in my body and I'm grounded and I'm trusting and I get to do this because this is my life's mission and how grateful am I that people are choosing me to journey with and that we're doing life together, like I get to. And then to see time slow down, profoundly slow down. Like I kept looking at the clock like, how is it only noon? Like I've done so much and it's only noon. How is that possible? So I am so glad because it's been an incredible week of incredible events and I have felt more than prepared and more than ready and we've had incredible feedback and I've done so many other things on top of my list without working in my stress hormones, without being in that energy. I've been getting my sleep, I've been nourishing my body, I've been moving my body, I've had quality family time, uh, my nights have been peaceful, like so many things and everything got done and my circumstances didn't change, just the embodiment of one mindset shift. That's how powerful we are. So try this on. Try it on. And in addition to that, if you're not dreaming, that's your goal. Let's get your let's get you turned on. We got to get you mineralized. And if you're having nightmares, be honest about what you're putting in your face and let's do some liver work this spring. And then let's also start having a relationship with our dreams as if they're meaningful, as if they're important, as if they're for us. And you don't have to dissect everything about them, right? It's not like I spend time keeping a dream journal, although that would be cool. Um, it's just like, like what stood out? When I woke up, what stood out? Okay, that made me feel sad. Well, where am I feeling sad right now that maybe I haven't fully processed? Okay, that made me feel scared. Well, where am I feeling scared right now? Or you start living something that was just like your dream. Well, shoot, what message did your dream have for you? My dream told me to slow down. I don't think I would have said that otherwise because I trust him so much and he's so he's such a confident driver. Like, I don't think I would have. And he probably wouldn't have like slowed down if I wasn't having such a visceral reaction, right? Like it all was relevant and needed and important. 
and also like what messages are coming through like that are for you because if it's coming through you it is for you as always come find me in the fiercely awakening facebook group i would love to hear what you got from this i get to i get to i get to i'll see you guys soon bye thank you thank you thank you for tuning in to today's episode if you loved your time with me please subscribe and leave me a review on itunes so i can keep bringing you the good stuff and then come say hello and be part of the conversation by joining me in our private facebook group fiercely awakening